This is the 77 WABC minicast. And we have been talking at the beginning of the show, John, about EVs and what a disaster they are. Electric vehicles. Yes. What happened now? And well, uh, our next guest knows about uh, the pitfalls of them all too well. Joining us now is Jason Rance, uh, radio host, also a great political expert. Jason, you wrote uh, that you were stranded in an EV at midnight and it says progressives don't want you to know about my nightmare. Tell us real quick what happened. No, they don't want to know. So, of course, I, as a, someone who doesn't actually own a car, I had a wedding to go to that was about 80 miles or so east of Seattle, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so I go in, get my rental car. They force an EV on me at Hertz because that's all they have available. Oh, the ones at Hertz is getting rid of. <laughs> I instinctively knew that something wasn't going to go right. And so as I'm driving out there, I'm looking at the dashboard the entire time. It tells you how many more miles you can get on the battery and at first it seemed like it would be fine except apparently the ev batteries do not like hills and so when you go up hills it starts to deplete even quicker and so by the time i actually got to the wedding it basically said i had half the amount of miles available that i needed to get home so i'm there during the ceremony and during the dinner and during all the speeches panicked looking on my phone trying to find out where the nearest place is that i can plug in and i thought i got lucky because there was one that was like a mile away, except it was just for Teslas, and I didn't have a Tesla without an adapter. It's not going to work. So the next closest one was 30 miles away. I had about 45 miles or so left on the car, so I was like, okay, I think I can easily make this. Uh, I couldn't. It turns out that, again, when you're going up hills, when it's very cold out, the battery dies even quicker. And just a pro tip, as I offered in my story, don't miss the exit you're supposed to get off of. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, no. You end up really struggling. And, of course, because of where we were, where I was, it would be two miles to the next exit and then two miles back. I made it to the next exit where the car died. I literally was pulling off. The car died. About five minutes later, the lights went off. The heater went off. It was very cold. And it was just a total nightmare. It, you know, I, I wrote about this mostly because, we're obviously being pushed down this green revolution, particularly when it comes to EVs. We're not even remotely close to where we would need to be in order to make this work. And we're not going to be there by 2030 or 2035 when legislation kicks in, basically saying that in 13 states, including where I am in Washington, I think you guys are on the list as well, saying you could only sell EVs moving forward. We're not close in any world to having that infrastructure be put in place. And by the time we actually get all the infrastructure put in place, my guess is the technology is going to change and we're going to have to update everything. Ugh, I can't believe uh, what a disaster. Uh, Jason, you, you also have a story for us about what's going on in Seattle. Yeah. Just how bad it is there. I always have stories about what's going on in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, look, we're, we're dealing with, and really it's now become a statewide issue. The crime crisis in Seattle last year, we hit a record number of homicides, and there's no sign that things are going to get any better. So naturally, Democrats in the Capitol are pursuing legislation that bans guns. They're going after gun shops, making it almost impossible to operate a new bill that's been put forward. It requires a level of security that would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars 
a year to maintain. And there's not a single gun shop in the state that can do that. So if they pass it, they're putting the gun shops out of business. At the same time, they're moving forward with a bill that not only imposes 11% tax on ammunition, but it reclassifies ammunition as a privilege, which of course it's not a privilege, it is a right, but they don't really seem to care about our right to gun ownership. So crime is going up and our ability to protect ourselves going away. Doesn't doesn't seem like the best well, strategy. Well, but... they, they got to take your guns away. You gotta, they got to take your guns away. So when the terrorists come in and they have submachine guns, you have nothing. Precisely. Although, let's be let's be fair. I'm less concerned about the terrorists than I am about some of the people who are wandering in downtown Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Really, really dangerous. Thank you so much. We'd like to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you.